We are the one, two, three, Star Losers! What up, everybody? I'm Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I am pretty much a sports genius. What's up? I'm Eddie. I'm the opposite of that. I don't know anything about sports. I'm your average sports watcher. I'm a fan, but I don't know the who's who and the what's what's. <laughs> Your intros get better and better Thank as you, the days go by. Thank you. They're more confusing, more you kind of know, you don't know. The who's who's and the what's what. Yeah. What up, you guys? I am Ray. I love to make fun of these guys. I used to give locks. I took a day off. I may take another day off. <laughs> I want desperately to have a lock to make you guys money. But when you're ice cold, just like anything else in life, you got to take a day or two off. Yeah, feel me on that one. You've been ice cold. Ice cold. Ice cold. Coach, did you get batteries for the shocker? No, I didn't. Okay, we forgot again. No, no, no. I just didn't have time. Okay. I've been busy, and there's a lot to talk about today, so I, I didn't. Um, I, I felt like the game, we can play it at any time. I just wanted to introduce it that day, and then I forgot it. The battery didn't work. Okay, then we move on, and now, I mean, It's up to you. Are. I have batteries right here if you want to fill it up. It's up to you. Well, you got the big battery? I got. I got the batteries that we need. Oh, look at you. Yeah. So why wait, no you didn't. Right? These are it. No. It's a different kind of battery. You had me put my tongue on that square battery. Ah, uh, you're right. I don't have that kind of battery. You're right. Oh, look at you. Oh. My bad. So Eddie's now learning that different devices take different size no, batteries. No, hey. <laughs> hey, look at Eddie taking initiative. I was like he was going to be the hero. Yeah. And now he's a zero. And we all know the average American household remote takes double A. That's obvious. Well, that's, and I have double A's, well, but it's a nine volt that it uh, needs. The oh, square one. It's a square one. I don't know what that is. Yeah, but the yes, square one is volt. always something that goes in, usually the stuff for animals. No, it's for some a, weird oh, reason. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly. For animals. Yeah, like uh, teddy bears that talk. You oh. open up the back and then you put right. Oh, yeah, they, they, they connect them to yes. the back. How Good do you know call, that? Right? I don't know. I don't know. It's just something I've always noticed. Like <laughs> that's the funny. Different types of batteries and stuff like that. The AAAs are going to go in your smaller type stuff, and the Omega batteries go in your watches. Guys, thank you for listening to our <laughs> operational battery minute. Yes, and we like to start the show with a Would you rather? Would you rather have a horse's tail or a unicorn horn? Interesting. And this is so we would have to always live with yes. it. Yes. Uh, the tail, you can hide. The, it seems like the unicorn horn is going to be there, but with the millennial age, all these millennials, for some reason, and emojis, they freaking love unicorn horns. It's a the unicorn-type millennial thing. I would almost be fine with the unicorn horn, even though you can easily hide the horse's tail. I mean, let me talk this out, because I feel like the tail, the first thing I thought of was the toilet. Like, I'm going to have to get different toilets. How am I going to sit on human toilets if I have a a horse tail? You know what I mean? Like, it's just going to get in the way, or I got to put it behind it or something. The unicorn, how am I going to get in a car? Like... Like what? Is, how is my head gonna fit in cars? It's gonna poke the top of the car, Coach. This is a tough one, but I'm gonna go with unicorn. Wow, I'm going with the horse's tail. It's so much easier to live life with a tail than a horn. You're at the club trying to dance. You're poking people. You're knocking people out of the way with your horn. You can't ride a roller coaster with a horn because it's going to get caught on the trees above. I mean, at least a tail you can tuck underneath your legs, sit on it. I mean, it's not going to affect you that much. You may knock a drink off the table every once in a while when you're walking. Animal tail. A horse. horse. That's just hair. That's what I'm saying. Like a dog's tail, you kind of... 
okay, you knock a drink off when you're walking through the living room when you're going to get something to drink, and, oh, there's something on the coffee table. But a horn? I mean, you're going to be ripping holes in the wall. Everything's going to have to be bigger. You're not going to You're gonna have to get a sunroof on your car. Yeah, you can't get it's a regular go, car. Yes. So the, the, the horn, to me, seems like it would be impossible, impossible to live with. But how cool would you look if you had a unicorn horn? Like, you'd be at a bar and people would be like, dude, look at that dude's unicorn horn. How and, cool is that? And also in terms of Instagram and money and getting paid and these new things where it's the celebrity endorser on Instagram, with the horn, you're going to have a million followers. You're going to have all these endorsements. With the tail, I don't think you're going to have a you're million a Instagram freak. followers. Yeah. But when you're when you're out places, people are going to try to ring your horn. They're going to try to throw things and land it That's on your funny. horn. That's, That's going to be annoying. Like, everywhere you're going to go, oh, here, let me see if I can throw this on your horn. Stupid. Hey, can you get that with your horn? Can you reach that? You know, <laughs> you're at the grocery store. They're asking, can you get the rice aroni on the top? Well, hold on, give me a second, my horn. Oh, God, when you're you Dave go. and Buster's, you can't reach those animals on the very top shelf until you get an assistant. <laughs> if you have the horn, you can just grab it for your kid. Right. Dude, what if you walk into like a living room with low lights and you just you're start just not, knocking, knocking light bulbs out with your horn? Yeah, I don't so know. You, you're right. Well, I, I mean, there's because no the, rider- ho- the horse tail, though, really, it's just hair. Yeah. It's not like a, a cow's tail or a tiger tail or a dog's tail. It's just hair. And oh. you could almost trim up the horse's tail into it, maybe a, a shrub or a bush, instead <laughs> of it being a long tail that's really an extension. You, you can re- style it. Yes. And kind of make it your own. <laughs> yeah, so I almost picked the wrong one on that one. That's maybe. okay. I yeah. mean, there's no right or wrong answer. It's just, you know, it's a spur-of-the-moment decision, and you decided on the horn, and you didn't think about it all the way. I mean, that's the whole point of the game is you make bad decisions sometimes. I've changed my mind. I'm going with the hair, with the, the tail. I mean, it's not really going to happen. So, like, when we leave this podcast, oh. you're not going to have to get a horn, so it's it's okay. Okay. The all trouble right. with those would-you-rathers, we get so into them for a second, I really do think that I have a horse's <laughs> horn or a tail. Yeah, life would be tough with a horn. <laughs> it's a unicorn horn. <laughs> Still a horse. Is a unicorn a horse? It's not real, guys. Unicorns are <laughs> what, what, fake. Would it be considered a horse? Yes. Huh. I mean, the fake animal that it's on, it's a horse, yes. Why is a unicorn never running the Kentucky Derby? How amazing would that be? Well, Mark, here you go. We've got a unicorn for the first time <laughs> trying for that stabbing, triple drive. He starts stabbing the other horses in the butt. Like. Mark, you know the unicorn's fictional. That horn is fake. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, they're not real. They're not real. Yeah. And what's also unreal is Bryce Harper. This dude... The Nationals offered him 10 years, $300 million, and his agent, Scott Boris, turned it down and said that's probably about $100 million under the asking price. Like, Wow. I mean, I thought that as soon as you said it. I, I, I just automatically think baseball players make a crap load of money. And that for is Bryce the Harper, richest contract in free agency history that's 10 years. amongst all. All sports. I mean, the guy wins a home run derby, and you're going to give him that big of a contract? Did he, I mean, did he win? All, yeah, he beat Schwarber in the finals. All sports. That is the richest free agent contract offered ever. Ever. And if he and has he, postseason experience, it's minimal. And, and it's not very good. <laughs> it's not very good. The results are not very astounding. And I want to say he didn't even hit 300 this year. No, I hope I'm no right. chance did he hit yes! 300. He, yes! may be, he may be hit 255. I he knew from fantasy so that he bad, wasn't above that. So bad. And when you give players these long contracts, when does it ever work out? Never. Never. If teams have learned anything, the Angels are still playing Pujols like $25 million a year or something (laughs) for two or three more years. The dude can't even play baseball anymore. He is taking up a roster spot. You're paying him so much money, and he's not worth it. What what have the Angels won with Albert Pujols? But but you're taking the the Nats... 
the Nats, that's the Nats' problem right there. Like, the, why are they offering him a 10-year deal, right? What, so what What do you have an issue with? The the money or Both. Bryce Harper turning a, it down? A, that he turned it down, and that he expects $400 million? That's ludicrous. If any team pays him $400 million over 10 years, you're not going to get your money's worth. You're, it, it never works out. All the, At the end of these 10-year deals, what happens? They're not any good anymore. Look at Alex Rodriguez. He got the 10-year whatever, the huge deal from the Yankees. He ended up retiring before it was even done, and they still had to pay him. They put him in a quote-unquote front office role because he was so bad on the field. <laughs> hmm. And it shows that baseball wants these guys that are big money people. So you got the people want these Bryce Harpers. Boom, we can land that big name. Boom, we can get, uh, land Yasiel Puig. Is that because there's not many big name players in baseball? Boom, you got to offer him 300000 It's a good point. We want to keep this, million. 300 million. It's a good point. 300000 <laughs> Sorry, I was talking in terms of us. Hey, maybe kinda. the superstar status and just the jerseys alone and all the merch like is, is worth it to them. The merch, I get. You're going to make money on merch, but winning-wise... It, it, towards the end of their career, it doesn't pan out. They think he's going to be a superstar in the league for the next 10 years. I'll, I'll give him at least seven years, yes. But after that, it just seems to always fall apart. It never works out. And I know in baseball there isn't the Madden curse. In football, there's the Madden curse. You get on the cover of it, you end up getting hurt that year or the year after you end up having a bad year. Something like that. It's a real thing. Look it up. WikiLeaks.com or something like that. But I, if there is a curse in the baseball side of things, MLB The Show, he's the new cover boy of MLB The Show. So there you go. There's that as well. It's, he's 26 years old. So when the contract is over 36 years old, that is a long time. Long time. I just don't think it's worth it. I can't believe a team would pay him $400 million. I would almost rather get a pitcher. That how, guy only how, hits once. How old is the oldest player in, in on the major leagues? I mean, I mean it's, it's like probably, 40s. It's you probably can, homeboy uh, CC Zabathia. He's well yeah, in he the just 40s. Signed, he just signed a one-year $8 million deal with I mean, the Yankees he to gets come back. his fat out there. Excuse me, excuse me. But he's, he's a pitcher. He's toned it up. But no, he, he has is, not. He is in his 40s, and he is still throwing the ball and throwing it past people well into his 40s. That is amazing. Yeah, because he's 38. Only in baseball can you do that. Vince Carter, is he very close to 40? He might be 41. He just dunked it the other day. I saw it on SportsCenter. Amazing. That's pretty amazing. That's amazing that he can stay, you can be that old. And so Tom Brady's 41 years old. It doesn't seem to work. Pitchers is different because you only pitch once every five days. So you can be fat CC Sabathia and it's okay. You don't have to be in shape as much. Right. But. I just I I don't know if someone pays him. I mean, Manny Machado is going to get a big contract, but I cannot believe they want to pay four hundred million dollars Bryce Harper. Well, and the name you said, Scott Boris, is he an agent for everybody? He is an agent. He's the in he's our the lifetime king agent. He Who has landed, dude. He's all over the. I remember him with To whenever Terrell Owens was in crap. Boom, weird stuff being said. Scott Boris, face of that, he stepped in. He seems like he's the, one of the agents for all these top big money players in sports. His net worth four hundred million. Scott Boris. Wow. If you're a kid right now and about to enter college, you want to get a degree in sp- being a sports agent. And you want to be the next big sports agent. You I mean, be- he was Greg Maddox's agent, Kevin Brown, yeah, I mean, Alex Rodriguez. You know the funny thing? I, there were some guys at my college, I remember, I, I didn't have really big aspirations. I was just like, oh, I'm going to maybe do some radio or TV. I never thought I was going to be the biggest TV guy, the biggest radio guy. Some of these guys in college had aspirations to be a sports agent. You're never just a small sports agent. If you're a sports agent, you're a baller for one of the big major league players. And you're making tons of money, right? I'm curious if any of these guys. I mean, you're not. We saw Jerry Maguire. He had to leave his firm. There are there's smaller agents that don't get. I mean, you get a couple clients and that's it. Okay. But 
That's you, what Jerry Maguire was about. You're still making good money, though, you, right? You're still making good I'm money. I'm going to say you don't see a poor sports agent, like some guy living uh, like in the slums and he's a sports agent. Well, They're it depends all making who your client is, though. Like, 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 also, you don't hear about those. You only hear about the true. Scott Boris. I'm, I'm curious. These guys I went to world. college with in Chicago at this private Christian school, I'm curious if these guys ever were sport, became sports agents. Why don't you Google them? I wish I remembered their names. It was a day and age of not Instagram, and oh. so I don't even So remember. you're not even friends with them I, on Facebook or anything? I deleted my Facebook, and I don't remember their last names because in college it was so cool you didn't get asked people their last names. So I really just know their first names. Chris, Kevin, stuff like that. Yeah, I don't you, remember You can't find that on Google. Hey, what, 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 what year were you at the school? Maybe someone knows them. Okay. What, where, I mean, where it were was, you at? Well, I mean, it was 2004 to 2006. Chris, Kevin, they were on the baseball team. Chris and where? And at what school? At Olivet Nazarene University. What and, on earth? And they always said they wanted to be sports agents. I'm so curious if they ever became that. Because I, I was like, oh my gosh, that's an amazing aspiration. Why did I not think of that? I'm just stuck here now doing radio. Because, <laughs> you know, I was in these boring radio classes. Right. And I'm like, they're going to be a sports agent? They're going to be the next Drew Rosenhaus? <laughs> but they probably all failed, and now they're doing taxes for somebody. That could be true, too. But that is an interesting—I never even thought of that as a career as a kid. I never Neither realized— but now, when you see the big ones, they make a lot of money. Now, did you guys watch college basketball last night? Oh my gosh. We, do we have our most powerful team, our guys, Alabama, in college football? Guys, if you missed Duke last night, you need to look at Duke's schedule, and you need to start making a, an appointment to watch Duke basketball. Zion Williamson, I told you about him. You need to learn that name. Yeah. Well, after last night, you for sure have to learn that name. I've Memorize heard of it, Zion spell. Williamson. Now you really have heard about it. He... Just just to put it in perspective, he is Aaron Judge on the basketball court. Whoa. He is six foot seven, two hundred and eighty-five pounds. So he's as tall as Aaron Judge and weighs a little bit more than Aaron Judge. But he has and, fat boy quicks. Well, explain what you mean by fat boy he's quicks. He's big and he moves he's fast. He's a bigger dude, and you'll never believe how fast he can move. Exactly. <laughs> I've he never is 285 seen pounds and he is smooth. It does not. He moves like he is a hundred and eighty pound dude. He does not so move. So is he fat or is he solid? No, no, no. I no, he's have said he's solid. solid. He's solid. Okay, that's oh, why. That's when different. He, that's why you can move. Have you ever watched? Well, a no, game? no. You, a two hundred eighty five pound person should not be able to move as good as he does. When you watch Zion Williamson, you will at times think he doesn't have basketball shoes on. That he has ice skates on. He is that romantic wow. on the court. It's poetry in motion. Absolutely. There's sometimes when he will block a shot, dunk a shot, triple axel as he's doing it. Huh. I've never seen a time triple axel with when they should almost do scores after something that he does like wow I give it to 10 that's it was, a nine and a half well to, done to put well it in perspective done. LeBron James is 6'8 and weighs 250 this dude 6'7 weighs 285 and is very smooth on the basket I mean it was very nice to watch but I was even more impressed with RJ Barrett last night of Duke Dude can just he's he looked skinnier. He's but, skinnier, yeah. But he was so smooth. Also, they had some. I mean, Duke looked really, really good. Coach, they're they're stacked. They are a super team. A super team has now been created in college basketball hmm. that is comparable to the Golden State Warriors. So, Warriors did created that super team. I mean, it exists in college basketball now. Super team. They took on a Kentucky team that's always dominant. That's always amazing and beat them by thirty points. The difference is Kentucky looked like a bunch of skinny kids. Yeah. And Duke looked like men. I mean, like 
Well, when, Williamson just pushed everybody around. When Duke landed Zion Williamson, it was just like, oh my gosh, that was the biggest land almost in college sports history. That was like the Shaq. That was the they never went to college. Well, yeah, Shaq went to LSU and the LeBron. That, here's when the thing: you landed him, you're like, oh my gosh, he's not going to the NBA. Land him. Well, he he couldn't go to the NBA exactly, and, but he was only the number two recruit in the nation. But he, he wasn't even number one in my but book. They, he was number one. But Duke has the number one, number two, and number three recruit. The top three rated players in their class all play for Duke. That is crazy. Should there be rules to kind of stop that? That No. so unfair. It's all about recruiting (laughs) and probably uh, also about athletic companies paying people. That that, that has something Mm. to do with it because... Adidas. It's not just Adidas. Were any any of the players wearing Adidas last night? You better be watching that (laughs) nowadays. Yes, Kansas was. Kansas basketball is sponsored by Adidas. Uh Uh-oh. That's Uh, why they were in the trial. I know. know. They didn't swap that out and maybe get some... uh, (laughs) Well, they're under contract. They can't... Guys, can we get some Pumas in here real quick? (laughs) They can't just swap it out in the middle. Dude, they can't get a Skechers contract? (laughs) (laughs) Skechers. Oh, that's all they had left. Sorry, uh, we couldn't do Adidas. You know that stuff. Hey, you know how when you sit here and you're like, you throw like, uh, he's 168 pounds or 268 pounds. Like, how how does that, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I fluctuate like 10 pounds up and down, like nonstop. Sometimes I'm like 20 pounds more than I was Two months ago, do they update that, or do they? Is this no, like that's, the beginning of the that's at the beginning of the season. Okay, so they just that carries on for the the whole season, right? Okay. For the whole season, that's what they'll they'll say they weigh. They may lose weight, they may gain, especially college players. They may get heavier because they make strength. Uh, what do you call it? Strength train, strength and you know get yeah. lift some yeah, weights, yeah. pump some get iron. In shape. Yes, but they also may lose weight because of all the, they're they're. Practicing more, they're playing more. Yeah. It's harder physically. In high school, they can just rely on their athleticism to dominate. Now they're actually getting into shape. You see some of these guys come into college and they're so out of shape, they can only play 10 minutes a game because in high school they were just so big, they just dunk on people and no one could stop them. But that ain't the case over there with Zion. He was, he's in shape. He can handle the ball. He can shoot. He, not, he Nice, pretty shot from downtown. Saw him drain a three. I was like, okay. But if I'm playing against Duke... Just me watching. I'm playing a zone, and I'm making them shoot the ball over me. That's the way to do it. Stay back. Stay back, and don't let them drive on you. Is that what the zone means? Stay back? Yeah, that's just kind of like a lazy man. Wait, sit back. Let's not let them dunk on us, but try the three. We'll get the rebound. You guys try that three. It's harder to rebound in a a zone defense because it's harder to find a man to block because you're not guarding man-to-man. When you're playing man-to-man, it's easier because you know where your man is, and you're supposed to box him out for the rebound. What you're saying is, usually with a zone, A- we're not as athletic as you, so we can't guard you one-on-one. And your athleticism is going to kill us, and you're going to get in the lane and, and just kick our butt. So let's see if you can make shots. And let's just hope you miss. Yes. So you assume that they're not going to be able to shoot well enough to beat you, and you're going to take the chance. That you you think you have a better chance beating them with them shooting over you instead of them driving on you and dunking on you and getting layup after layup after layup. Got it. And that's what Syracuse basketball. Me and Eddie yes. did a bet one time where we did the over on Syracuse basketball. Never, never do that. Never bet the Syracuse over. They, they play so slow. They play this zone, and they let the shot clock go to zero every single time. It's the weirdest brand of basketball, but they love their zone yeah. in Syracuse. Okay. So that's probably the style, the Syracuse style. Do that every game against Duke. That's your only shot. Yes, and Jalen Jalen Rose, I mean, I, I understand he was part of the Fab Five at Michigan. Dude needs to relax and quit being such a hater. What was he doing? He came out immediately last night. <laughs> Zion Williamson wouldn't even have started for the Fab Five. Okay. It was like Uncle Rico. <laughs> like a little bit Uncle Rico. Like Yeah, the Fab Five. You guys couldn't even call timeouts correctly. The Fab Five was Duke's team back in when? Uh like the early nineties. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. do you remember who was on that team? Um 
was Jalen Rose, um, early nineties. Oh, gotcha. Uh, I don't know. Hey, no, was Coach know. K coaching? Sure. No, because the Fab yeah, Five was Michigan. Michigan. <laughs> oh, it's Michigan. Okay. <laughs> and they're well, and they're well known for Chris Weber called oh, timeout when yes, they didn't yes, have any yes. timeouts. Juwan Howard. Mm-hmm. And then two guy. One guy was from Austin, Texas. Um, I don't even know their, the other two dudes' name. Ray King, maybe, and some other guy. Coach but Props. I just knew one too. <laughs> they were they were the first ones to have long shorts in basketball. They kind of created a culture. It's Before real, then, it was all short shorts. It was the short shorts. And they wore the black socks. They were the, I mean, they were like, what is this? And they were awesome. They all started as freshmen. And they were bad mothers. They were so good. But he comes out immediately and says he wouldn't even start. Like, the dude is 6'8", 285, and can move and shoot and dribble. And you're going to tell me he couldn't have replaced one of those guys? That's not even worth debating. He's just a radio guy that has to, has to come up with all this shock jock stuff. They wouldn't even have started on the Fab Five. Okay, shut I up. understand you want to think your <laughs> right. team. I mean, you want to have your boys back. Like that was your team. You guys were great. But just admit the dude, and don't automatically say he wouldn't start for the, the Fab Five. Winning the best team of all time. So we're not even saying he would start for you. He's just really good, and he's going to be. I mean, he's one and done, folks. So get ready. Whoever's in the NBA, that's going to be your number one pick. Yeah, that's the culture now. They're all one and done. Kentucky, Eddie goes, hey, are they the same players? I was like, dude, if it's Kentucky, I remember, I'm sure all their guys went to the NBA. <laughs> it's a whole new team at Kentucky. Pretty much. That's what who Duke I mean, was Kentucky playing. Kentucky had a lot of size last year, Coach, and now they're just all small Coach, dudes. No, no, they had size last night. They're just too skinny. Okay. Did you, did you, see, I mean, if you looked at them next to Zion Williamson, he just kept, and it looked like he was running them over because they, they have no meat on their bones. And I think that's Kentucky every year. If you look at them, they record, they have tall dudes, but they're all skinny. Dude, Zion Williamson, if he thought there were going to be any challenges in college basketball, he's now thinking to himself, man, Stop. this is amazing. It's one game in, he's going to have challenges. He just challenges. played Kentucky and beat no him by 30. Challenge. He's like, guys, I had tougher games in high school. I'm having a great year. <laughs> he's like, I've never had this great of players on my team. He's, he's going to have tough games. He's going to run up against, if you come up against Kansas, you got Azabuki inside who's a legit seven foot and 300 pounds. He'll be able to hang with him. You won't be knocking him out of the way. Well, that's what you have to root for this year. I, I think with Alabama, we're done rooting for Alabama to lose. With Duke, that's the route now. Every week, you know, you're going to follow the Duke games. Are they going to lose? Are they going to lose? Or are they going to be one of the teams that goes undefeated? Which I don't, has there been a team? That, there has to have been a team that's gone undefeated. Well, this, the Kentucky team a couple years ago went 38 and 1. That's what I think. I've Didn't remember win the national championship. I've lost remembered in the final one or four. two losses, but it has, I almost need to look that up. If Has there been a college basketball team ever to go undefeated the entire year? Did yes. we talk about this last year? Yes. And, and if there yesterday? has been, I guarantee you that they haven't won the national championship. You mentioned UNLV. Yeah, I think UNLV. I remember St. Joe's. There's been times that other teams have gone 20s, close to the 30s undefeated. But that is... 1956, San Francisco. 1957, North Carolina. 1964, UCLA. 67, UCLA. 72, UCLA. 73, UCLA. We're getting getting closer. 76, Indiana. I mean, it seems like every year in the 70s. But in our lifetime... Is that the last one? That's it. Yeah, in our lifetime, there hasn't been a team to go undefeated. Crazy. Close. But if Duke, that's the thing to root for this year. Did they lose? Did Duke lose? And what sucks, we have a buddy, Random Kid Cody. His favorite team's Duke, and he's not going to shut up. And he's going to be the most annoying person I know. Him and his chick, it's like St. Patrick's Day, and they wear Duke stuff. And I'm like, what? Don't you wear green on St. Patrick's Day? That's how annoying the Duke fans are. 
You wear blue. Well, this on... is what they live for. I mean, this is their sport. Like, oh yeah, this is this is what they're known for. Because if you're a Duke fan, you don't really have a your NFL team. NBA, you don't really have an yeah, NBA this team. Is it, this your is it. NFL team's probably what the Carolina Panthers. But your team is Duke. Yeah, that's your solid. That's your money maker right there. Correct. That's your baby. 1990-91, UNLV went into the season as the defending national champs, ran the table in the regular season. Made it to the Final Four and lost to Duke. They went 34-1. and one. Dang. Wow. 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 I mean, that's awesome. Do you see this Duke team losing lunch? Yes. Are you, almost today, you have to say yes, because these kids, they get a little cocky. And they, they, and they, there's a, they, they have a lot of freshmen. And I don't think Kentucky's as good as Kansas. I think Kansas is dirty good. Kansas is really good. They're deep. They showed it last night. Last year, they get in foul trouble. It was they played seven players, so it was just oh my gosh, how are we going to survive this game with only seven players? This year they go nine ten deep. Wow, nine ten deep. So if you get in foul trouble, you just bring someone else off the bench. But the thing with it now, the three point shot. There's so many people that shoot three pointers that one team gets hot, you're gonna Duke's gonna lose. Right. But, but they could be one of those teams. When you see Duke beating Kentucky by thirty, that is unbelievable. Yes. As good as Kentucky is, they killed them, dude. Duke scored last night. With less minutes than an NBA game, about an NBA total, like 118 yeah. points. That's what NBA teams yes, put up. Yes, not college. Yes, dude. Pretty crazy. And the NBA teams have 48 minutes. These dudes, what do they only have? 40. I think it's 20 each half. Crazy. Yeah, Duke. I mean, this. Next, I mean, they got they got Army. Oh, this is gonna be bad. They play Eastern Michigan. Oh boy. They might be Duke might score 200 that game. And they might give up 20. <laughs> oh, that's that's sad. But. <laughs> It could hey, be the first But it was awesome. Line. College basketball's back. It was a good night. And uh, Des Bryant's back now also. I might he have missed signed it. signed with the New Orleans Saints. Yeah! This. I'm the only one clapping. Because it's kind of anticlimactic. I'm the season's halfway over. Well, We've already now seen all these good, amazing receivers. And we're like, oh, maybe Des wasn't that great. No, but this is the best thing for Des. Yeah. This is the best well, thing for duh. Des. Dude, he was sitting on his couch. Exactly. And it's a low-risk, high-reward for the Saints. They don't have to pay him very much money, and they have another wide receiver. He's not the number one option. He's not the number two option. He's like three or four, three right? Three or four. Uh, yeah. Right. He's number three or four. So the good thing is he's not going to be getting double teamed. Mm-hmm. He's going to – and if he's – he doesn't have to be as wide open as he used to. Like, Drew Brees is a great quarterback yes. and can fit the ball into where? Small windows. Bread basket. I've been so, teaching my nephew that. you got to hit a guy in his bread basket. If he will catch the ball, <laughs> he's going to have plenty of opportunity, and they don't need him right now. This is a play for later down the road. Does he start Sunday? No. I would say no. The, uh, it's got time to you got to have time to learn the playbook. I Give mean, him a couple <laughs> weeks when the playoffs come around. That's really what this signing is about. It's not about this week, next week, or the week after that. It's Four weeks down the road, five weeks, here we come playoffs. If you're going to make a, a move to the Super Bowl, Des Bryant, this is the – and then you can prove that you still have something and maybe get the contract you were hoping you were going to get this offseason, next offseason. But if – and this is a perfect locker room. There is no drama. Drew Brees is a leader, and they will shut anything down. There will be no temper tantrums. He will have to just go in there, play football with a great quarterback whoa 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 guys the deal's not even signed yet the deal gets signed tomorrow okay like, which means there's a there's there's a chance he can even blow this he's agreed to it but the deal has not been signed yet 
Then how would he blow it? It's all about that signature, Bean right? Des? <laughs> like Bean Des asking for more money, being stupid. I don't know. There are a number of ways he can blow this. Like, where do you see he hadn't signed it? I just read an article right now. It says, Bryant, uh, let's see, it says, Des Bryant is back in the NFL. He is joining one of the top, blah, blah, blah. Former Dallas Cowboys receiver has agreed to one-year deal with New Orleans Saints. A source confirmed to Adam Sheffield. Schefter. Okay, if Schefter's reporting it, that's it almost says, take it to the bank. Sources told Schefter that Bryant, who will sign the deal Thursday, is comfortable to blah 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 blah. Okay, well, that I means, mean, I mean, yeah, but it's not, it's not official. To no, it's official. It. Well, you're dot nice crossing T's. That was Benjamin Franklin era. Nowadays, no, yeah, as long as you know, agree guys, to it, if Schefter tweets guys, it, nobody gets paid. You realize when Schefter tweets something, it's official. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize like, that. He's not going to blow it. It's over. Like he's going. I mean, he's going to be yeah. on the Saints. Hey, and you know this playbook thing. This is almost like in school when we had finals. You is he pulling all nighters trying to study this playbook? He's going to have to. That I mean, because he's got to learn some of it. You can't. Just, the only thing he right. knows, and right that's now is, and that's what I'm saying. He's not going to know it all by this Sunday. So he may play 20 snaps because he knows 20. You know, he he has 20, 20 routes. routes. How yeah. crazy to go, Des? You think about it. He's doing his workouts probably with his personal trainer, him and his boy. Hey, man, you want to meet up at 9, do a workout? Cool, man, cool, cool, cool. Jumping on tires, throwing the football, everything's fun. Nowadays, boom, he's on an NFL team. Boom, you got to meet all these people. Boom, you're doing media and press. Oh, yeah, you also got to learn this really thick playbook that's like 300 pages. Yeah. No, that's a good point. He I mean, is so stressed out right now. It's overwhelming. In a matter of like seconds, it's from couch to like, you're right, press tour. I mean, look at everyone that's going to want to interview. Oh, and yeah. Talk and to what him. city were you living in? Cool. Moved to New Orleans, too. All Boom. of that at once. Not moved to New Orleans. No? You just get an apartment. Okay. Sure. You, you're not moving. Flop you're, house. You're going to have your clothes, and that's it. Because you're not moving. you got to study a playbook. You're going to get an apartment, probably furnished already. The team probably has a connection with an apartment complex close to the stadium or a practice facility. Here you go. Move in. So he brings two suitcases close, uh, of clothes, and he's ready to go. Yeah. Still a lot, though. A lot I of mean, life events immediately, in an instant. The and, dude probably thought his career was over, right? No. Not over. No, because he's he thought, been talking about he's going to sign, he's going to sign, he's going to sign. He's been working out. This is what he's been working for. But once you he get towards th- the midseason, you start to think maybe the season's a wash, though, in the back of his head. So this yes. is awesome. When this came through, he was like, okay, let's roll, baby. Let's do this. And you get a top quarterback that is going to – you're not going to have to be that – I mean, if someone can be all over you and you're still open when it's Drew Brees. And it's going to be – if you work hard enough, you can see the reward. I mean, he's just going to – it's going to be good for the Saints too. I wonder if they've met another- before too. Or if it, this is the first interactions with Brees like, hey, man, hey, are you as crazy as the media makes you seem and all that? Oh, you're not? You're cool? All right, what's up, dude? I wonder, like, their first interaction. I would assume they all know each other pretty well, And then Dez right? is like, oh, man, media always says you're short. You are short. What's up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I bet they've met at a Pro Bowl sure. or okay. a, a, some NFL function. They may not be friends. They okay. may have, hey, how you doing? I'm Drew Brees. Hey, I'm Dez Bryant. Nice to meet you. Because some people, they're just not friends or they've never met, but... Two people that have been to the Pro Bowl, I don't know if they were in the same year, but I assume they've met. Probably, yeah. Okay. I would and assume you think that. They've played each other before, so they've probably talked to each other before the field, before the game or after the game or whatever, you know? like I'm sure a lot of these guys know each other. Yeah. Not friends like Lunchbox said, but I'm sure they know each other. And, and a lot of them grew before. up playing against each other. So, True. like, if you went to the same college or rival college or you grew up in the same state, you played all-star games against each other. Obviously, Drew Brees is way older than Des Bryant, so... They didn't play against each other when they were growing up, mm-hmm. and so. But it, it, it's I think it's a great get for the Saints also because it's low risk, high reward. It could turn out to be huge, and they're going all in. They think they are a Super Bowl contender, especially after they just beat the Rams. The Saints are right now on cloud, not cloud That's nine. That's my baby. next question. Yeah, who, who is the best team in the NFL right now? Saints, baby. The Chiefs. Saints. Did you not read the news about Des? Saints, baby. Woo! 
<laughs> no. What happened to Des? Tell me. Jump on the Saints bandwagon I right s- now. I still think the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL right now. Go for it. I well, mean, I mean, you just watch them. Just they're just good. I mean, their defense is mediocre, but their offense is just unstoppable. They're going to outscore you all the time, unless Mahomes gets hurt or Tyreek Hill gets hurt. They lose one of their, I don't know, five offensive bombs. Like then they're in trouble. But right now, they're the best team in the NFL. Best team in the NFL, the New Orleans Saints. They yeah! they beat the previously undefeated Rams, who, in my pecking order, was the best team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. They beat them. They signed Des Bryant, which is another weapon. They now have home field advantage through the playoffs if it started now in the NFC. That seven in a row, I mean, they are just hot, hot, hot. Kamara, Ingram, Breeze, Thomas, Thomas. I mean, Smith, Bryant, here we go. They are the best team in the NFL, and their defense is starting to play all right. I mean, I understand against the Rams it was a shootout, but yes, that's exactly what you expect. But I have the the New Orleans Saints as the best team in the NFL right now. Man, if you're in the state of Louisiana, the Saints, baby, they are here. Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that nation? Who that? Yeah, who that? Last week, I had a list of who could win the Super Bowl. I need to add a team. You to... didn't have the Saints? No, I did have okay, the Saints. thank God. Thank God. I need to add. You can have the Chargers like I did. I need to add a fan base that can win the Super Bowl. Oh, what? Yeah, he's uh, the 12th man. What? <laughs> Seattle, who is it? The Pittsburgh Steelers are officially Three. in Super Bowl contention. Congratulations, Steelers fans. Why? Uh, they just look good. Their their defense is looking good. Their offense is starting to click. Smith Schuster. Uh, <laughs> Juju. They 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 took care of Baltimore last week. I mean, I just thought they had a they they looked good. They in the beginning they started slow. They barely you know they tied the Browns. I mean that was bad. Mm-hmm. And now they just they seem to be rolling. They seem to gain momentum. So I think they can win the Super Bowl. The, okay. the so age go, old question. Go, oh, go through your list one more time and see if I, I remember. I have the Chiefs, the Steelers, the Patriots, the Carolina Panthers. The New Orleans Saints, Saints. Okay, well, and the Los oh, Angeles many, Rams. How many are you That's picking? it. <laughs> he picked seven teams. If this bet keeps going on for another week, okay. dude, he's going to have like 12 teams. <laughs> Next week, I'd like to add one more to my list. I hate to tell you, seven out of 32 teams is not a lot, guys. Yeah, no, good job. Sneaking in as an honorable mention, the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> That's how you do it. You realize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I hear it. No, it's good. Hey, I don't. I don't see what the problem is, no, guys. No problem. It's just funny. This problem is funny. No, seven teams That's out of thirty-two good. have a chance to win the Super Bowl right yeah, now. That's yeah. it. No, I know most people just do like, all right, here's my team that I picked to win the Super Bowl. But it's all right. No, no. At the Go beginning seven. of the year, I picked the Saints to win the Super Bowl. That was your own. That was your first pick. That was my first pick at the beginning of the year. Saints versus Chargers in the Super Bowl. I had the Saints winning, and I'm just saying that. But Chargers you could, aren't in your top seven right now. They're not. Okay. But that's the thing. You have the Chiefs. The, the Chargers, all they have to do is beat the Chiefs, and they can win the division. They're one game back. I did say the Chargers are a great team. As good as the Chiefs have been playing, they may not even win their own division. Bam. There's your team, Eddie Chiefs. Oh, brother. We need to get brother in to talk about the Chiefs again. Yeah, we haven't oh, had a brother. Chiefs update. Oh, brother. I love them, but I am worried about them Saints, brother. Oh, we are worried, brother, in Kansas City, brother, about them Saints, brother. Also, congrats. Nick Mullins is the starter this coming Monday night. When the 49ers take on the New York Giants. Wow, good job, 49ers. Starting the third string. Garoppolo hurt, Beathard sitting. Well, he hurt, got hurt, hurt, and then 
Mullins, Mullins impressed. Mullins hey, wow, Mullins. man! In San Francisco, we are learning. We're now three. We've learned three quarterbacks' names. That's very impressive. Not with, bad. With my hometown Titans, I only know Mariota, and then they got Blaine Gabbard. I think. So all you quarterbacks, I don't even like, know three deep. All <laughs> well, you usually quarterbacks you that feel like you don't have a chance, go to the 49ers. They're going to give you a chance. You like, could be a superstar. You there. realize? So I'm the front runner audio guy for the show. Yeah. Can you imagine the backup? How crappy he would be? Can you imagine the backup to my backup? How god awful that audio or guy would be. Better awful. Than you. Or he's better than but you, and you just never knew it because you had. The he job. never got a shot. That would be scary. But in this industry, I know that I'm the best. Those guys would be inferior to me. But that third deep in our world would be horrible in the NFL. It's startable. Here you go, baby. You're a starting no, quarterback. No, this is the same. And he's good, and he wins. This is the same in everything in life. Like there's always someone better than you behind. You just have the job right now. You have to always continuously get better at so things. You're telling me there's a video guy. Absolutely. Your, your backup, but your backup to your backup that's better than you? I'm 39 years old. There is a video guy just out of college that's just killer and knows all these cool tricks that ah. I don't even know anymore is waiting to take my job. Ah. So I have to continue to work every day harder at my job to keep it. Ah. Guys, this is this goes for everything in life. <laughs> there is a point to that. Like Tom Brady works hard. Every single day. Why? Oh, yeah. Because he doesn't want the young kid to come and take his job. He's 41 years old. Drew Brees, he's the old man on the block, but he keeps working. Why? Because he wants to keep his job. Yeah. Now, it's harder for quarterbacks because there's not a lot of good quarterbacks out there. So finding a new one is really tough, but they do keep working harder and harder. The fringe, like a good example is fringe, like wide receivers. Mm-hmm. They're a dime a dozen. They cut them, bring someone else in. Cut them, bring yeah, someone else a, in. There's a crap load of them. There's people that they just in and out, in and out, in and out. Man. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. So good for him. Good Mullins, for him. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting Mullins on. Like, this is, that's very cool. Like, he never thought he was going to play in the NFL. I mean, you come no, no, into. No. He probably thought everybody. I, I wonder about that. But look at, like, who is it? It's Josh McCown's brother, you know, Luke, Luke McCown. Like, the dude never, like, got a chance. Like, they sat in third string, you know, or maybe was he back up to Drew? Yeah. But I don't he, know what he was, but. But like it just when you're sitting back up to a superstar like that, you're just unless they get hurt, you have no chance. And they're just gonna sit sometimes you're a backup for 30 teams and you never start ever. You know why? Because you're not good enough to I start. Know. So I'm sure Mullins <laughs> but, and no, you know what that's what I'm saying. I'm sure Mullins in the back of his mind is just like, maybe I just don't have it. I'm just gonna sit third in the in the 49ers roster, you know, just well, see and what you happens. know you have to stay motivated as a third stringer. That's you know the how hard easy part. it is. That is the hard Listen, part. I wasn't on that level at all, but I'm I was the backup tailback, and I was just like, well, I'm never playing. A coach, if I would have got thrown in the game, like as a starter running start, I, I would do a play in the fourth when yeah. we're blowing somebody out. If I would have done like the whole playbook, I was I wouldn't have been ready. I was the backup. That was my mentality. That I mean, I get they're getting paid for it, but still to stay in the game and be like, I got a chance, I gotta keep, let's go, let's go, let's go. That's impressive. That is so impressive to be ready when your number is called. That is the hard part. You think you're so far on the depth chart, man, I'm never going to get a shot. And those kind of people, I think, are the ones that don't make it. They they fade out. The ones that are prepared, that still come, they're the Rudys of the team. They Every day they give it their all, and they are prepared just like everyone else, thinking one day I may get a shot, one day I may get a shot. And this proves that when you get that shot, if you take it, just take it by the, you know, what the do you horns. want? Grab the horns. Grab it by the horns. Yes, I was going to say grab by the balls. Well, you could do that too. But I didn't know thing. if that was okay. <laughs> I, got, okay. I got a little nervous. Fine, I was like, get, right. get, grab by the nuts. Nah, I shouldn't say that. But he did it. Hey, so, grab by the nuts. <laughs> so, yeah, congratulations to him. And then Michigan came and took LSU spot. In the top four. They, they wow. had to. They beat Penn State so bad, you knew they were getting into that top four. Top and four. You to- and you warned LSU. 
You and warned LSU. You no, said, no, I, I wasn't warning LSU. You did, though. You were like, hey, guys, just heads up. You're not going to stay in that spot for very long. Well, I, I was no, I was warning the college football fans that were upset that LSU was in that spot. Oh, I, it wasn't okay, a warning okay. to LSU. It was more of a warning to either they were going to be number one because they were going to beat Alabama, right. or they or were going to be out, out of the top four because they were going to lose to Alabama. Right. So everybody that was upset that they were in there and ahead of Notre Dame, even though Notre Dame's undefeated, I was like, guys, just relax. It will be settled this Saturday. They're either, they're going to either be number one or they're going to be out. So it doesn't matter. Last week's rankings, everybody was so upset, but you got Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Michigan, the top four. There you go. But guess what, guys? It's going to change. Like, we all think, oh, that's the four that's going to be in the playoffs. It's going to change. Well, and what sucks is I, I Notre Dame and Michigan played at the very beginning of the year. I wish they were playing, like, this Saturday. That would be amazing. Well, you can't predict that I stuff, know. Coach. I mean, no, I, just... I love that they played at the beginning of the year. It shows you that it was a good game. Because yeah. Washington and Auburn, they played at the beginning of the year. Guess where they're at now? Number 25 and number 24. They were. It was a top 10 matchup. We thought they were two of the best teams in the country. Turns out they're not. They're both not. So I'm glad they played at the beginning of the year because that's when we thought they were good. If they were playing this weekend, I wouldn't even watch it. Yeah. I just wish we had that dirty game. Like That would be sick. Kind of like how we had with LSU and Alabama, even though it was a blowout. That was a cool game at yeah, that at point. At this they were, point of the season. They were both in cool. the top four-ish. And then now, I wish we had a top four game. Yeah. Alabama Sorry. this week plays Mississippi State. 20-point favorite. Uh, Mississippi State. Mississippi State bur- has been burning some people because didn't they they beat uh, A&M, dominated yeah, them. Dominated nobody, them. Not a lot of people saw that happening, so be careful. Is this a beat, you might get burnt? No, they're number, they're number 16 in the country. I'm just saying. You might that, get burnt. Watch out. No. Okay. Alabama is amazing. But with the 20. With the 20, they burn. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> I mean, 20 is a lot, 20's of, a lot of points. 20 is a lot that. of points. I would not bet it, but and emotionally – does Alabama get up again for the game because they just got up for LSU number three in the country and blew them out twenty nine to nothing? So are they going to be emotionally up again, or is it like, oh man, we just beat LSU like a little letdown game? It's going to be a little closer. And Alabama knows they can lose this game and still make it to the national championship and still win it all. Dude, can they sit Tua? No. <laughs> No, <laughs> they no. just hey proactively they just sit their guy. They're cool with losing. I mean, let's just lose this one, boys. <laughs> no, Save they, our quarterback. No, because we've cannot. learned though, you never want to go full steam the whole season because right. it usually doesn't lead to winning a championship. We learned that with the Patriots. We've learned that with no. other teams. What are you talking? about? I'm just about? saying they don't think it burnt out. Like they always say with March Madness, you don't want to go into that. You know, you you almost want to lose a couple before you get into March Madness. Humble yourself. Now, a little bit. Does Bama want to lose? <laughs> no, Bama doesn't want to lose. I will agree with you if you're in the college basketball. I'm, but I'm weird. I don't think a coach would say this, but I think you want to lose before March Madness. You don't want to go into March Madness on an 18 game winning streak and then, because ha- then you're winning. Tw- the odds of you winning 24 games in a row, that's just not very good. Just playing the odds, though, but what does it do for your psychological? And 24 it, games. Well, if they're on an 18-game winning streak okay. going into the tournament. Coach, I thought you were saying March Madness was 24 games. I was like, gosh, I don't remember those teams playing 24 games. No, it's like I'm six saying, and, and that's just me as a fan. I don't know how coaches think. I, I They probably, because they buy into the press clip, clipping sometimes when they are in a big winning streak and all everybody's talking about them, picking them. Oh, you know, they won 18 in a row. They're unbeatable. College kids, they, they start, I think, start listening to that, and they're like, oh, yeah, man, we don't need to practice. We don't need to pra- run yeah, those yeah. laps. Like, we're so good. We got this. Hey, I think I thought of our title for the podcast. Bama needs to lose this week. It's smart business move. <laughs> Alabama people are like, Bama's what? decided to lose this week. For business reasons. <laughs> so that they can win the championship. But yeah, because it does mess with your head, you know? You're undefeated. You don't have to work so hard. Like, I get that. Like, I get that more of than the stats of, like, you know, you go undefeated. 
10 games in a row, you're going to lose one before. Like, that's not a thing to me. Like, people can't, can't, if, if the if the ball's rolling, sometimes it just doesn't stop. But, well, in roulette, it stops and it no, goes on not, one yeah, of the it numbers. It stops automatically. It'll go on No, but if, like, the team's on fire, they're you're just, telling me they if could... I'm playing roulette, sometimes the ball never stops? Okay. It always lands on a number, folks. So you're telling me if we're playing basketball out in the driveway and I swat for a shot and it starts rolling down Silver Creek, it's never going to stop? How? What's the slope of the street? I mean, it's a downhill. It could never it's stop. It's downhill. It's downhill to Oak Creek, but then after that, it kind of levels out. Hey, when you're at the roulette table, can you tell them I, I'm betting that the ball doesn't stop rolling? <laughs> They're like, that's gr- because of gravity, it has to land on a number, sir. Forget Excuse it. Excuse me, I'd like to, I'd like to bet the bet if the ball never stops rolling. What is that bet? I'll give you a million to one odds, son. <laughs> no, I understand what you're saying. When the ball is bouncing your way, it's just it's destiny. It's yes, fate. Yes. Yes. Fate. Yes, I don't believe that it could just just because you're on a streak, it's going to come to an end at some point. You could win it all. You could, but in my mind, I'm like always thinking, man, it has to come to an end. Yeah. Like, that's just so hard to go that long without losing. That's why what Alabama does and what Nick Saban does is very impressive to me is how he motivates still, even though they dominate year after year after year. Belichick and the Patriots, you are a winning team and you dominate year after year after year. How do you keep everybody on the same page and practicing hard and Folk, mentally focused in because they there's always a chance for slip up, but they don't seem to do it. Right, but we all know though we're, we've all played sports. How cool is practice though when you're winning? It's a lot so better great. than when you're losing. Oh, it's a lot better. Coach is in a good mood when, you, when you're losing. Your coach is a dick, dude. I mean, he's mean. You better make this free throw. It's up downs for everybody. When you're winning. Man, you guys shoot a couple free throws and let's head out. You guys want to go to Burger King? <laughs> I mean, dude, it is but so much fun when you're winning. That's the problem. That's why you stop winning. Okay, but so you want to keep that hunger yeah. where you're scared a little bit? You're so, kind of a little bit skittish? So what does Saban tell him, you know? Because, I mean, he's he, great. He, you're right. The Burger King thing would be a thing. Oh, like, dude, our co- like, Guys, you all played great last week. So I got you all, Burger King. Yes. All right, let's see. Let's yeah, like, let's get you motivated. Hey, hey, here you go. Whopper for you, Junior. Whopper for you. you Who wants that tackle. a beer? Yay! Yeah, but he's not doing that. No. Dang it. So he treats it almost just like they lost. Like sometimes on Monday, they're like, "Yes." Did if we you watch his pr- press conferences, sometimes <laughs> when they win, he's like, "Just wasn't good enough." He writes the final score on the chalkboard, fifty to seven. Not. You think that's good enough? <laughs> why do we, you think that's good enough? Why didn't we score 57? <laughs> and why did we give up seven? And he circles the seven. Why did that happen? Dude, I want an answer right now. Why you know he happen? lectures all of them after they won. Is there ever a player that's just like, oh, hey, Nick, quick question. Um, can, scoreboard? <laughs> yeah, like, hey, Nick, like, dude, we Man. just beat LSU at LSU in Baton Rouge at night, 29 to nothing. You think we should take the week off? Excuse me? What did you say? Your scholarship has been revoked. Like, Damn. That'd be tough. Yeah. Because winning, you get complacent sometimes. Sure. You have it's to. It's a good feeling. But it's such a swag, though. You can just roll on that. It's the best feeling ever. With gambling, with every, anything, man, in life, when you're winning, it's awesome. How cool right now it feels to be like the Saints, to f- be Alabama, to be Duke. That's the greatest feeling there is. Can you coach a team with just swag, though? Like, can you... Not yell at your players or, or or make them work harder. Can you just be like, guys, we're the best in the world. Walk tall. Keep doing what you're doing. Is there a like, cool is coach? Is that enough? Well, look at it. Because no. confidence, confidence can win a game. I don't think you can 
coach like that all year just with swag because then you get cocky and you get complacent. Look at the top teams right now in college basketball and in college football. You got Nick Saban. Coach, you know, I know. there's been one game. I know, I know. Okay. Nick Saban, <laughs> Nick Saban, and Coach K. Hey. Dude, he is acting like we just saw. Like we're three-fourths into guys, the season. Is, <laughs> he is acting like we are seeing the best college guys, basketball team in history guys, of college is basketball. is this a February podcast? Is March Madness around the Coach, corner? there was one game last night. One game. Coach and he K, has anointed hey, the best college basketball team of all time. To me. Listen to me. Nick Saban, Coach K, not nice coaches. It doesn't pay to be a nice coach. If you're out there right now and you've got a bunch of youngins, be a dick to them at practice. Will you and, stop using that word? I want sorry. my son to listen to this. Sorry. Yeah. And I think my sister said my nephew listens to this. See? That was your uncle. How old's your nephew? Same He's exact 10. same age as Eddie's He's kid. 10. Does he play football? Every sport. He said I asked him, right, I go, did you just put ch- Yeah, what gum? are you doing? It's just a dip. It's a mint. <laughs> what I, what does your does he play sports? Every sport. And I asked him the hierarchy of his sports because I was just curious the yeah. youth in America nowadays. Yeah. And he said it goes football, basketball, baseball. Really? Yeah. Those are the three. That's the order. Then obviously they don't have, they don't have soccer up there because soccer is the it's fastest growing one. sport. So I, know. I tried to teach him. It's Michigan. I'll tell you right now, the kids in my kids' school and his age, they love soccer. Like they are in love with soccer. All the kids play soccer. And one kid is like his parents are going to move to Dallas because he wants to be a soccer player and they have a good club there. <laughs> like it's, I've never, I didn't grow up that way. Neither did I. Really? Yeah. That's what uh, Clint Dempsey. He would drive from Nacogdoches, Texas, to Dallas for practice. It's like I don't know two, two and a half hours, something like that. I don't remember. There's some kind of club there that just connects you to the major league soccer teams or something, or I don't know who who's there. Is he that good? He's really good. Yeah, the kids. Okay. Good. Yeah, he's, that, he's ten too. I mean, you, really good. You don't see a lot of amazing soccer players coming from the north because it's it really is. It's just a weather pattern. When the snow starts to come, it's harder to kick the soccer ball. It's not a year round sport. If it's a year round sport, you're going to see a lot of southern people have being better at soccer, being more into soccer. Tennessee, boom, here in Nashville, that's why your kid loves soccer. My kid above my nephew above Mississippi above the Mason Dixon line, not into soccer. Did you grow up with hockey in your town? Yeah, like the lakes just froze up and you guys would play. Yeah. Yeah, our lake freezes up hockey time, man. But you got to go that's a couple amazing. months. You got to make sure it's thick enough because that's when you lead to the rescues, the water rescues, where you're calling, you know. But the neighborhood gets together and they're just like, "Hey guys, it's frozen. Let's go play." Oh, and dude, everyone... hockey's unbelievably huge. Like it's bigger than anything there is. Because it's if you can actually, you know, it's pretty simple to learn how to skate. Once you do that, then you learn how to hit the puck. It's a pretty great high when you make a goal, and and so then you add that with other kids playing on an ice rink. It's amazing. It's better than basketball. It's better than football. My dad played ice hockey growing up in Chicago. Whenever the pond would freeze, they would play. And they he he said it was so fun. And then they got to the age of about 12, he said. And he goes, once we started lifting the puck off the ice, he was like, now nah, we're going to go and we're out. That hurt. Like people getting hit. Oh, yeah. He's like, he's like, just, it wasn't, yeah, we didn't have pads. They didn't yeah. have pads or anything. He goes, once we could lift the puck, we were like, I don't think we're going to play hockey anymore. Like, ah, yeah. you know, it's, not, it's not, not fun anymore. Well, I always wonder, too, because doesn't the lake freeze with ripples? Like, it, it's not the, smooth, right? It's I not mean, smooth surface. Surprisingly, it is pretty smooth. I was going to say, smooth. it's pretty smooth. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's like a, it's a sh- clean sheet. Oh, coach, wow. coach you, the guys make their own. They'll just be a rich neighbor who's got a hole in the ground, and he'll uh, add water to it, and you've got a perfect thing. People can go figure skate I've on I've thought it. about doing that here in Nashville, because there's like one week out of the winter that freezes, you know? And like, I thought about just getting it all wet, getting that thing, and doing like a little ice rink in the backyard for the kids. It'd be amazing because of the weather, very difficult, but I just learned across the street for me they're gonna do an ice rink this winter really and i'm like do they know we live in nashville 
That's going to cost a fortune to keep cold. Yes, it's not cold enough. They're going to do it a block away from me starting in like a month. Really? There's going to be an ice rink at the amphitheater. What they they do is they, they cover it like in a tent, and then they keep it cold in that tent. Oh, so it's not like an outdoor rink. You can't because, yeah, the weather will melt it. If it is an outdoor rink, it has to be small for them to keep it cold because they do it right next to Bridgestone where the Predators play. There's a chunk of ice. It's so small. But it's so So small small. because they have to keep it cold. It can't be big. So whatever. Remember in Austin, they had it at Whole Foods. They had it for uh, two two months and it was outdoors. They made it happen. Really? And the reason I was asking about your your nephew and your kid playing sports because a Tuscaloosa, Tuscaloosa father, he's a dentist, he was arrested. After slapping a kid at a youth football game, he was working the chains, and someone tackled his kid. One of the other players oh, tackled boy. his kid, so he slapped the kid for tackling his oh, son. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't get that. Like, like I, Marcus Dempsey is his name. Your son playing football. Football. He's supposed to get hit. It's part of the game. Yes. But I feel like there's more to the story because, you know, when you see your kid getting mistreated or something, a cheap shot or whatever, you do get emotional about it. Like, you could get angry, but enough to go and slap another kid, you got something wrong with you. That's a good reporter, thinking that there's more to a story. There has to be more to the story because you just don't like, oh, he's playing a game where he's supposed to get hit, he gets hit, and you go up and slap the kid that hit him? Like, that doesn't make sense. I love, though, that. That's the news reporter in you. You were given two parts <laughs> to the story. you got to find that third part. Well, don't part. you think, Coach, unless he's just messed up. Like, unless I he's just messed know. up and he's going to go slap this kid, something, there's something more to that, I would think. He saw that his son had been injured during a tackle. He got injured. Come on. Hmm. And he's a dentist. Like, this has to hurt your business, right? Yeah. Like, if if, if I see my oh, dentist on the yeah, news yeah, 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 yeah. is slapping a kid at a youth football game, I don't care what the reason I'm he is. I'm not going to that dentist anymore. A- am I going to go sit in his dentist chair? Nope. Eddie, have you ever thought about doing that? No. You're staying Because you're a yeller. You're, you're, you're a, a yeller, though, though dude. <sighs> Guys, y'all take that, blow that out of proportion. I yell to encourage my kid. I don't yell and, like, get mad at him while he's playing. I encourage him. I'm still trying to decide when I have kids. Am I going to be the yeller parent or am I chilling back in the truck, hanging out in the back in the flat? Well, aren't you going to be the coach? I don't want to be the coach. No, oh, coach, man, I want to so be the coach. I, I, of course I want to be, but as of right now, my what I'm looking at, my job pattern-wise, I'm not going to have the free time to be a coach. I'm definitely going to just be a parent that goes, hopefully, to a majority of my kids' games. You, not all of them. Not going to be able to be you, that. You talk about the coach. We, my five-year-old, he just lost his his coach, his coach for three seasons. I mean, the dude's great. He played ball somewhere, maybe Tennessee or something. I mean, he was a baseball coach, and he knew exactly. Dude, he turned these team, this team, into like a winning team. That's like, impressive. All these actually. little five-year-olds, four to five-year-olds, are just playing baseball by the end of the season, like solid baseball. And he's quitting. He's like, I can't do it anymore, man. Like my kid's getting older, and we're just—I'm not going to coach anymore. I'm like, oh, I was so upset because a good coach makes a world of difference. Like I can't go in there. I don't know enough to help these kids out. It's youth level. The coaching is not that outstanding. Yeah, but this guy just knew how to do it. That dude played at Tennessee. That's impressive. He just knew how to teach five-year-olds how to do it. Right. I'm just saying. It's more about having fun for the kids. Yeah, yeah. At the yeah, I, but when you see him at five making the right decision and throw instead of throwing it to first, like holding it, like stuff like that, like I would have never thought that. Like, coach, you need to step in and coach him. Yeah, you no, do. I'll, I'll mess him up. I'll mess him up. I'll have every kid like run to home, forget first, like no, throw it to first, like just. Like, Dude, all your players will be ho- swinging for the fences on the tee ball. What they yes. still play tee ball, right? No, it's coach oh, pitch. Okay, and that's another thing. So the coach has to pitch. Yes. Oh, the games would be forever with you. You'd never be. No, able to... they only get three pitches, and then it's out. Well, three pitches, and then the last one. If they, they strike three times, then they have a chance to hit off the tee. If uh, not, they could do a fourth. It's okay. Up to them. 
All right. Well, yeah, I just thought it was crazy that his dad slapped an opposing <laughs> player. Like, come on, parents. Like, I might what have to is- investigate that one, Coach. There may yeah. be more to the story. No, nah, he, he's he's lost it. He's, what what else could be the story? He hit the kid. He was provoked by the kid. The kid. The hit kid his, taunted. <laughs> he did horns down. Oh. Or he said War Eagle instead of Roll Tide because they're in Tuscaloosa and that's mm-hmm. them fighting oh, words the, down the, there. Them fighting words. Yes, sir. And you said he's a dentist. He's a smart guy, man. Wow. Right. That's what that I'm saying. Guys, just because they're book smart doesn't mean they have common sense. So he just stu- he's crazy about his job, studying the books. <laughs> yeah. Now he has a kid. So and he, he knows becomes, about teeth. And he learns what passion is, and then he just goes out And on he a needs kid. to learn that if your son is playing football, he can get hurt. So if he gets hurt during a tackle, don't attack the other teammate. And then where team. was the other kid's father? Because if I saw this dude come up and slap my kid, there'd be a fight. Well, and that kid's going to get free cleans for life, my man. You, you want some veneers? Boom, you're hooked up. That's true. Yeah, yeah. You got a cavity? I'll now. fill it for free. Yep. It's the least the least he could do. All right, we're out of here. Happy right. happy day. Thank you guys for listening. Sore Losers show on Twitter, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Ah.